Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for December the 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2020. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. The checks and balances absolutely brilliant by the founding fathers and one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Manda, we got a lot to cover on today's broadcast. First, a quick recap of yesterday's show. We talked about a panel that voted 13 to 1 to give vaccines to two groups first. They say health care workers and nursing home residents. And my concern about that is I don't know that I want to experiment on the frontline workers. That sounds incredibly dangerous to me. I know you would say if you believe in the vaccines, well, they need it first, Sam. I get that. I understand that, but I also don't, I'm not comfortable with that, right? Uh, what if the first line uh, who take the vaccines, what if things go wrong? What if there's mass problems with the vaccinations and you make your front line sicker than dogs? And or what if the vaccine uh, spreads the COVID? Then you've got your first line spreading the virus. See, I know they want you to believe it's safe and effective already, but they've circumvented all the safe and effective checks. So we don't really know. Then infecting all the elderly, the most vulnerable among us, not counting babies, concerns me greatly as well. Because you've got to kind of ask yourself, I thought we were supposed to protect the most vulnerable among us. Do the vaccines that are experimental protect um, the elderly? The people at most risk. In this case, it's even more so than babies, right? I don't know how to respond to this at all. Nevertheless, there you have it. Um, Very concerning, in my opinion. They say the vaccine will appear in Utah um, within a couple of weeks. So expect it to be at a theater near you, I guess, huh? The U.S. Justice Department has not found evidence of election fraud that could have turned the result of the elections in 2020 Attorney General Bob Barr told the Associated Press. Now, here's what I find interesting. Why would you write a headline that says we don't find evidence of fraud that could overturn the election? That means he's finding evidence of fraud, doesn't it? He didn't say there's no fraud. He said there's no fraud that's enough to overturn the election. Does that concern you at all, folks? I I really got to wonder. Wow. Trump lawsuit presents video evidence of Democrat votes for cash vote scheme. Yeah, I guess Native American votes might make a difference in some battleground states. I guess in Nevada and Arizona, other places, they've found scandals relating to Native American votes now. But again, the mainstream press doubles down and continues to say no proof. They say shocking revelations of fraud. Yeah. In in, um, Arizona. Wow. That's Matthew Staver. So who do you believe? Matthew Staver? 
Or do you believe the attorney general who says there's no fraud? How about the hearings? Were you able to watch any of the hearings yourself? Right? You think there's fraudulent things going on? What I don't understand about this is how how do you know who to believe here? It's so obvious that there's vote fraud, but they keep claiming there's none. All right, second hour, we had our guest on Eric Mutzos. EricMutzos.com is his website. And we talked about the incredible event going on this Saturday evening at Liberty Hall in Far West, Utah. There will be two in-person showings, one at 6 p.m., one at 7.30 p.m. They will be free. They will be showings of the non-essential film uh, that Eric and others have created. The film is called Non-Essential. Nonessentialfilm.com to learn more. But if you go to the uh, Liberty Hall in Far West, Utah, there'll be two showings, one at 6 p.m., Saturday night the 5th, one at 7.30 p.m. So be available for that. If you can, it's free. Explosive Dominion evidence is being shown everywhere. But, of course, the mainstream press in bed with the Justice Department continues to say, nothing here, move along. U.S. Congressman-elect Burgess Owens hangs out with Eric Mutzos as well. They have a great conversation. We also talked about the YouTube video. COVID-19 restrictions take parents away from their dying uh, dying baby. Michelle Stone speaks out boldly on YouTube in an interview with Eric Mutzos. We mentioned it and highlight that. Yeah, I guess um, treason from within a three-star general pushes Donald Trump to use emergency powers, calls on president to honor his oath of office and beat the deep state. Now folks are openly calling for the president to enact martial law, limited martial law, don't you know? Now, I'm not personally for the plan. We also talked about the China Connection, parent company of Dominion Voting Systems, received $400 million from Swiss Investment Bank, 75% owned by the communist Chinese. Of course, there's no proof or evidence of vote fraud whatsoever, don't you know? Outlaws, we talked about defiant French priests. Break lockdown rules to keep churches open for all. In my opinion, those are, Amer- uh, well, those are French heroes, I guess. <laughs> Franklin Graham, quote, vote against demotic agenda in election or Georgia election systems, this is not just a political issue. It's a moral and a biblical issue. I agree with that. Franklin Graham's exactly right. U.S. newspapers, believe it or not, got paid millions to publish Chinese propaganda. The Wall Street Journal and the L.A. Times both got a bunch of cash for advertising campaigns. You wonder why the communist Chinese aren't telling the truth. You also wonder why the American papers aren't telling the truth also. Florida teen repairs tattered American flag. This teen's autistic, I guess, but learned to use a sewing machine very effectively. I guess the um, teen is, uh, what, autistic, but at the same time been taught by his dear mother to be very patriotic indeed you gotta love that that just gives you hope in your heart for the country doesn't it ladies and gentlemen all right that's a recap of the broadcast that took place yesterday news the networks refused to use starts now kirk crosby's with me 
Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Uh, greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. We got a sad tale for you, Kurt. Prolific author and free market economist Walter Williams died on Tuesday at the age of 84. Well, you're right, Sam. I just thought you might say something more about him. I know we've... Uh, I was going to let you go uh, first since you've quoted a lot of his columns and brought a lot of his columns up. I have some things to say, but I thought I'd let you go first, sir. Thank you. Um, we've, you know, used a lot of his info. Um, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, if you're not familiar with him, he is a black, as they would say, American now, or black. I don't know. What's, I, I'm not even sure all the different lingo exactly, but... He's a black man that's, um, you know, was very patriotic, uh, very uh, um, understood the value of America. And, and so many times he would teach us so many good things in uh, so many of the writings he did. Uh, and uh, in fact, I've got several, you know, at least one on my, uh, you know, to-do list to uh, go over that was before he died uh, with you, Sam. Yeah, that, in other words, you know, this, this guy this died guy with his boots great. on standing for the Republic, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's exactly right. Anyway, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, my comments are, you know, this guy uh, didn't let race affect anything, didn't play the race card in terms of acting like he was held down by an evil country that hates him or any of those things. He worked together for, in my opinion, our joint sacred cause. All right, this prolific author, this guy was brilliant, ladies and gentlemen. He was smart as could be. But you got a prolific author. You got a free market economist. Uh, Walter Williams died at 84. I mean, this guy was writing incredible columns. His mind was with him till the end. I mean, this guy, in my opinion, is an American modern-day hero, really. It reminds me of people like Ben Carson or, you know, Candace Owens or... And we can go on and on and on and on about the different people that are making a difference in the country. And this guy, I'm telling you right now, got it done. Um, you know, it wasn't about black or white for him. There was no battle um, over any of those, uh, what do you want to call them, Kurt? Fault lines? Or, or I don't know what you want to call it. D efforts yeah, to divide. Yeah, he was just an American. Uh, and, you know, he called his thing uh, the min a minority view. Um, as a lot of times what he'd title his uh, commentary. Yeah. Because, uh, uh -huh. you know. Uh, and So the and, point uh, is the minority view is not just what the mainstream tells you it is. That's exactly He boldly right. spoke out for what he believed it to be. And uh, interestingly enough, he, along with we, agree. Okay? Let's make that point clear as uh, could be, too. Great point, Sam. Because this guy, this guy was for reals. He put his money and his time and his effort and his... I don't know, it, blood, sweat, and tears where his mouth was on this thing? For sure. So anyway, our prayers are with him and his family. Uh, in my opinion, on one hand, it's a great loss for us. On the other hand, heaven gains another patriot. That's a blessing and a half. But you also wonder from the other side, meaning we believe there's life after this life, okay? So on the other side after this life, you wonder how much Walter Williams can look back and help us and if they'll actually have more uh, ability and more capability or influence or whatever you want to call it, there than he did here. Wouldn't that be cool?
The runner on third takes a short lead. Elwood glances over. Now back to the plate. He sets the pitch. It's swung on strike three. They've won it. They have won it. World champions. Jim, what's it like down on the field? John, it's a madhouse down here. I'm, I'm trying to get to Bob Elwood, the winning pitcher. Bob, Bob. How does it feel, winning the seventh game on a strikeout? Yeah, I, I, I thought he'd be looking for a slider, so I came on with my fastball. World champions, is this the greatest moment of your life? Absolutely not. Jim, the best moments for me are breakfast with the kids, long walks with my wife, just holding her hand, you know? Marriage, you're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Jim, when was the last time you held your wife's hand? Well, it's, it's, it's been a while. I tell you, you need to step up to the plate, Jim. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she once endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. Uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since this. you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They right. are the largest single abortion provider in our country. Back with you live, ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby, live on your radio. Man, a lot happened yesterday in the news, I'll tell you that, Kurt. Mm, well, yeah, uh, I don't really know if we have time to go over that, but, uh, you know, uh, there at least, ladies and gentlemen, if you're unfamiliar with it, there was a big rally, um, well, they called it a press conference rallies, whatever, in Georgia, that featured uh, Lynn Wood, um, Sidney Powell, and, uh, you know, they had, uh, since we were talking about uh, Walter Williams, there were some young, young up-and-coming Walter Williams types. There were like three of them uh, with them on stage. One is a, uh, uh, either a senator or a representative from that state, from Georgia, a very impressive gentleman, and a couple others. Uh, that are working. Yeah, with, it was a big uh, old Sydney long Powell deal. Sidney Powell's there. Lynn Wood was there. Several different up and coming right. Republicans that were tremendous. Uh, anyway, there's a lot to that. It was a big old long hour and a half presentation. Uh, so we'll get to the details of that hopefully uh, in the next couple of hours. Meantime, we got Brian Rest with us. Hi, Brian. Hey, how you doing? Good morning, guys. Oh, we're doing fantastic, sir. All right, let's do a gold and silver honest money report. What's gold looking like? Uh, eighteen thirty four this morning. Even, huh? Yeah. 18.34 even. All right, Silver? Uh, 24.20. Uh, what do you think of that, Kurt? It's down quite a bit, huh? Well, yeah, or so the fix is in, right? You know, yes, uh, sir. But um, 
I mean, at least that's one of the main things that I keep reminding myself. I remember that spoofing uh, is the term they use when they they uh, figure out, hey, uh, we'll we'll change the numbers kind of behind the scenes. And, you know, in the days now that we live with all this vote fraud and all that kind of stuff, you go, man, there's spoofing going on everywhere, uh, you know, uh, with the uh, the big banks who... Uh, you know, in the past, uh, I think it was Chase, if I remember right, got that big old fine from the federal government. Of course, they probably made, you know, a whole bunch more money than they got fined. And, and uh, you know, it just, I I don't really, what I'll bet if I ask Brian and the price of silver, so tell me again the price of silver, Brian. 24.20. Okay, so let me ask you this question. So if I want to go and get an ounce of silver right now from you how much is it uh you're going to pay probably around 28 yeah so in other words the the price they're telling you isn't the price that it really is well right? it's the spot price so you got to discuss spot price versus retail price That's and then you got to really start about. to ask yourself another question what if all of a sudden they took out the paper trading instantly in other words the fake news manipulated paper trading what would the price be uh the very second they did that brian Oh shoot! We I think we'd be up around the I think we're back to around that thirty nine forty maybe close to fifty dollar range probably. Yeah, that's, I think it'd even right. be at more than that because people wouldn't yeah be able probably to, right. people wouldn't be able to to, to deliver and when people that's couldn't right. deliver then the panic sets in and so I I think temporarily the price would go belligerently sky high per panic uh, and then it might yeah. drop back down to a reality check. I agree with all that, but uh, nevertheless, all right, uh, Kevin Montana wants to ask a quick question. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Sam. Uh, gosh, forgive me for being off topic here, but oh I, man, we don't I do off topic stuff. This. That just proves you're completely not paying attention. <laughs> All right, go ahead, sir. You were talking about uh, homeless people, and I I didn't hear the interview with Michelle, but I heard you talking about it with yeah. uh, Sheriff Richard Mack. What do you? A uh, couple things. I've seen, I've heard stories now where people can't afford rent. Uh, or they just want to save money. They can afford it, but they just want to save money, and it's just one person. And so what they'll do is buy a camper and live at a KOA campground for, I think, 800 a month or something. But here's another problem. A, those trailers are expensive, depending on what kind. I've seen some really luxurious campers out there. But then you've got these tiny homes, which I think are a ripoff because – they seem like, you know, you pay about $600 in rent or, you know, whatever, but you've got to find property to put it on. Well, someone's going to want their piece of the pie unless it's someone that's a real good friend or a relative that has pity on you or whatever. Uh, and it costs a lot of money to do a right, so drilling in your let's, backyard. Let's take a step back to your question here for just a second. Um, because, you know, in Utah, they've been talking about rent prices going through the roof and what a problem it is uh, you know even uh, despite the pandemic but with the pandemic it's even made worse and so brian let's take a step back and talk about you know if we're talking about constitutional currency gold and silver what we're talking about is an asset-based economy we're talking about real um assets in other words physical things um it really relates to property and intrinsic value. And I bring that up because land's in the same 
category. Let's start there with with uh, Kevin's question. So, well, your que- your question to me is 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 what's going on based on on yeah. I mean, you got the same manipulations of gold and silver being suppressed as you do land being arbitrarily increased. That's right. So but yet they're all know, commodities, or they're all you know asset based reality, right? Exactly. So realistically. So what is your buying power? I mean, you look at the buying power. What? So your cost based on your buying power, obviously things have increased. You have to pay more. The rents have kind of skyrocketed through it. And, and yet your dollar, if you if you talk about your paper dollar in those economics, your dollar has no value, hasn't had much value. So people can't afford, um, you know, what they may have years and years ago. They can't afford to even pay rent because that dollar buying power just isn't there. And and that's where we had said protecting the paper through the metals because your metals still have that buying power. That twenty dollar gold piece still gets me, you know, good buying power. And, and uh, you know, I think you, you look at kind of what's going on. People just can't, you know, the wage. Your wage has really increased, and in, in that wage, you know, you don't have any buying power with it. You got to work twice as hard. You got to work more hours to get any kind of, you know, the, the monetary or paper. Uh, so that you can afford these things that continue to climb. I mean, you look at products off the shelf in the grocery stores and all these things. So, I, yeah, I, you know, it's, it's uh, things are crazy, you know, and, and people are trying to figure out life, which is not very easy for a lot of people. And let me add to this, and then we'll have Kurt respond as well, Kevin, because I think you bring up an interesting question, at least when it comes to honest money. If you say that a fiat dollar, a paper dollar, is worth, I don't know what you want to call it being worth, but let's say that it's worth... I don't know, three cents? Because a silver eagle silver dollar is, say, worth $30. And then you got to say the government puts the dollar on both of them, right? The Treasury puts dollar on the constitutional silver dollar, which I call a real dollar. And then you got the Federal Reserve, um, you know, puts a dollar on their money. Uh, will the honest... Will the honest money person please stand up? But the reason I bring this up is to say this. When you talk about rent, let's say rent costs a single person, you know, $700. That's in fake money. How much is it in real silver eagle silver dollars? And the answer is you got to take that number, 700, and divide by 30. What's $700 divided by 30, Kurt? Well, it's going to be like 35, you know. Uh, well, I mean, right there, right? No. 30 times 35 would be 700. Right. 30 times 35 is 700? Not for me. Oh, wait. So 25. I'll do it this way with Sorry. the calculator. I asked Kurt because it's hard for me to write notes and do the calculator all at the same time. I'll do the calculator. 700 divided by 30. It's really easy. 23. 23 bucks. So rent is 23. Really 23. So yeah, so it's really like 23 bucks a month for rent in honest money. Now, is that out of control? I don't think so. So what's really out of control? And the answer is the dishonest fake news money we're talking about. How does that relate to rent for the average Joe? Well, they only get paid in the dishonest money, right? No wonder it's hard to handle all that, Kevin. So that's my response. Kurt, you want to respond? Well, you know, and the other thing uh, to throw into this um, issue, at least, is the control of land and the control of, like, zoning laws and all this other baloney. I, I heard one report where in Salt Lake City they, they were touting how they put together this um 
you know, new housing project, and and a certain amount of it is um, protected for low-income housing applicants or whatever. And it made me think of our guest Becky Akers that comes on often from New York, and she'll be on next hour. About by the way, how, her. yeah, that's right. She tells about how uh, in New York they have rent control. So in other words, you know, people that own buildings that want to rent them out to people, they. They really can't raise the rent, so, hey, do they ever improve the property or anything like that? No, they don't, and it's just, you know, government control of things just screws it up. Amen to that. Thanks for your comments, Kevin. We'll let you fly. We'll come back and continue to respond, but Utah has an interesting headline in the KSL News Radio section uh, on their website. Despite the pandemic, rent in Salt Lake City continues to rise. Dishonest money is the reason why. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. Supporters of a Staten Island, New York bar owner gathered in front of the business Wednesday to protest his arrest this week for disobeying China virus restrictions and refusing to close his doors. Around 60 people assembled in front of Max Public House in Staten Island after its co-owner Danny Presti was taken away in handcuffs Tuesday night. President-elect Joe Biden warned America another 250,000 Americans will probably die from the coronavirus in the next 60 days. But but understand the facts. We're likely to lose another 250,000 people dead between now and January. You hear me? Because people aren't paying attention. Science disputes that fact, as America has one of the lowest mortality rates in the world. This is USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I've been taking vitamins off and on my whole adult life, and I've never seen any change. Not like this. Not since I've been on balance of nature. I used to take prescription medication for uh, muscle aches and stuff. I don't take that anymore. I wish I would have started it back when I first heard about it on the radio. And if I can give Balance of Nature any advice, keep it out on the radio because I still hear these commercials from time to time, and I'm thinking, you know, you people need to listen up. I mean, I'm over 50, and, you know, your body starts wearing down. But Balance of Nature has literally changed my life. It really has. Get a wide variety of all your daily recommended servings of whole fruits and vegetables without having to leave your home. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code USA. Fortune 500 company Hewlett Packard Enterprises is moving its world headquarters from California to the Houston area. The move by the tech giant will mean thousands of jobs for the area when it opens in the spring of 2022. HP CEO Antonio Neri said, As we look to the future, our business needs, opportunities for cost savings, and team members' preferences about the future of work. We are excited to relocate HPE's headquarters to the Houston region. 
A dive boat captain was charged in one of the deadliest maritime disasters in recent U.S. history. On Tuesday, a federal grand jury indicted 67-year-old Jerry Boylan on 34 counts of seamen manslaughter. Each count can carry 10 years. According to reports, the conception boat went down on Labor Day 2019 after some lithium-ion batteries allegedly caught fire while they were being charged. Boylan and four crew members were able to escape while all 33 passengers and one other crew member died in the blaze. Boylan is expected to surrender to federal authorities in the coming weeks. This is USA Radio News. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, Kirk Crosby, Brian Rust, RustCoinandGift.com. You want a friend in the coin business? You got it. RustCoinandGift.com. There's a note on their website that says, hey, man, ain't type business is so good. We're having trouble answering all the phones, but be patient. We're doing our very best. You got to like that, huh, Brian? There you go. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this. So I'm saying that, hey, you know what? Dishonest money is a lot of the reason that price rent controls or, you know, rent pricing is so out of control in Salt Lake City and other places. Kurt brings up a wise point that it has a lot to do with rent controls and regulations and zoning and all kinds of other government manipulations. But it also has to do with the federal government controls, what, 80% of the land in Utah or some odd crazy number like that? And, they, you know, they don't let you develop it or, you know, use it. And so we're all living on a small sliver of the land and fighting over the little droppings we get. And so that's part of the problem as well. Uh, but I think dishonest money is the greatest reason uh, that inflation happens. It's the hidden tax, and it's really based on dishonest money. Kurt, you want to start there? Well, yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, and when you think about it, it's like uh, now during this time of year, I sell, of course, the raw honey, and then I also sell pine nuts. And I've seen some people come by and they're like, well, 20 bucks for a bag of pine nuts? It's only that much? And I'm like, yeah. I remember when my mom and dad bought a house for $5,000. The same house now would be, you know, two, three hundred grand, something like that. And and uh, most of us just figure something's wrong, but we don't really put our fingers right on the tip of the fact that we got the Fed Reserve and the dishonest money system. And, you know, lately I got some more uh, of those silver certificates from uh, Brian. And, and, you know, I I see some of them that from 1957, which would be the year before I was born, and a silver certificate, a dollar silver certificate that at that time you could trade for a silver dollar. Um, you know, I mean. By the way, is there a law like trading say, it now? Well, no, uh, I don't think so. Why don't you roll but right into what, the treasury? They, going to what I mean DC is, <laughs> I've heard people when they take them in uh, that all they do is give them, they want to give them a Federal Reserve note, uh, you know, a clean, crisp one, you know. But it doesn't but say that you get a Federal Reserve note. What does it say it is? What's it redeemable? Well, for? it says it's redeemable in one uh, in silver at the, you know. At so, the you know, you need to so. basically get a, a you know, GoPro cam, Kurt. You need to roll to the Washington District of Criminals, buddy. You need to mount that camera, you know, get up there and, and go in there and you know, do it and put that sucker on YouTube and let it go viral and say, will the real, real news people please stand up and cover this with me? You fake people don't apply, please, because we're only interested in the real news. And So you got to do that, Kurt. You can get us a lot of coverage, buddy. Yeah, or head to the uh, local branch of the Fed Reserve in Salt Lake City, uh, you know. Yeah, but they don't have as near the dramatic impact here. Come on. Uh, that's true. That's true. you got to start that's selling honey point. on the streets of D.C., too. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> go. good point. Well, Sweeten that would help cover your trip, there. wouldn't it, Kurt? 
Yeah, well, hey, what, that shipping you, and everything to get it there, you know. You, you can tie. sell just some a of van. that. The honey uh, van rolls out. You sell some of that rhodium. It's at fifteen thousand eight hundred, and you, you you're set. You can. It's a great out there. point, you know. Kurt I mean, selling rodeo to go on the road rodeo, to broadcast you know, live I mean, for you hey. from the exposing the fraud in the District of Criminals live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what do you think of that, Brian? Hey, there you go. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, you know, the government kind of, they didn't want to get out of control or out of their control. So, they, yeah, they passed the law there in, in the late 70s that said that, that uh, silver certificate no longer had any kind of silver, real silver value. And so that it became uh, kind of part of the, the the swamp, I guess. Or so when the, Kurt says he's buying silver certificates, he's not really. Well, yeah, it, 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 he's, well, he's, he's teaching because he's of dishonest because of dishonest government regulations. They have now rendered that to be what a fake silver certificate. Yeah, well, wow. these are the real thing, and uh, some of them are from like 1935, and some of them are from they're the real thing, but only back when the and government honored their obligations, Kurt. That's what I like to ask people when they ask me. Well, if I get this, can I get a silver dollar for it? I say, no, because your well, government's dishonest, would... and they broke their agreement, ladies and gentlemen. That's they pretty much what I say on their promise. I, Do you tell them that, Kurt? I just say, well, I just say. Well, that would be if your government kept its promises. Yeah, right. couldn't have said it better myself. Amen. But they reneged is the point, and they did so codified by what? The color of law, Brian? Is that what you'd have to call that? Because you can't really renege in the law and just, just deprive somebody from their wealth. Constitutionally speaking, if it's private property or if it's anything else, the government has to uh, appropriately replace wealth with wealth. Uh, if they're going to do anything honorable. And, and so for them to renege or break their promise, I'm not so sure that you can make a law to break your promise. Yeah, that you're would be right unlawful, here. my friend. There you go, unlawful. Isn't How that redneck what am I? Kind of our Constitution and everything. They just kind of little by little. It, it kind of, in the scriptures, you know, it talks about slowly, slowly, slowly leading you down to hell. And that's kind of, they do this a little slowly here. I mean, we're seeing big, big kind of attempts right now in our media and all the fake stuff that's going on. But realistically, you know, slowly they want to change this and then change that. And I think, you know, the, all this manipulation and this slowly changing laws and so on, I think is pushing us so that we depend strictly on them to take care of us. I mean, if there's a problem, hey, we'll band-aid it. We'll send you another stimulus. Hey, we we could print some more money. We, we can get you some stimulus. Well, as we buy into this, as we keep going into this, and, and they keep changing these little things and to, to that, now we all become dependent. And, and at that dependent, they just, you know, as it becomes socialism or whatever, do they just kill us because we, we stick a flag up, say we don't want that, and we put this up, and well, we'll just wipe you people right out. You're exterminated. I mean, it, it's kind of... You know, you look at this, and that's that slowly, slowly leading us down to where we just now we stand in the line for food. We stand, try to get our money out of the bank. We, as we've seen in other countries, it became, it's just getting ugly. So, yeah, yeah, that's why the World Economic Forum says you don't believe in a basic income. Why we should all have a universal basic income, Kurt? There you go. 
Yeah, it's feel good results. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> That's right. great point. Wow. You know, and uh, the other day uh, when I was in at uh, Russ Coin and Gift, uh, you know, there in Provo, I uh, cruised in. And I even bought some nickels, Sam. Um, and are they uh, silver nickels? You know, I'm yes, used to the dimes are. and the quarters. I'm not really familiar with the nickel. I know. See, that's what I was telling Brian is I I don't remember ever getting nickels before, but these are special nickels because on the back of them, it's right above the, what is that? The Monticello. Monticello. You can see like a big um, letter, pretty good-sized letter, right straight in the uh, top of it. And those letters indicate the mint, right, Brian? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And, and so then if you can see that, and it's, uh, uh, what years are they in between that these work like that? It was, like it, uh, the 40s? 40, or? 42 to 45, the war. 42 era. to 45. Yeah. So, you know, you've got these uh, silver nickels from 42 to 45 that, you know, basically, I guess... You know, we'd we'd sell them uh, for anybody who wants to uh, contribute to Liberty Roundtable. <laughs> we'd sell them for two bucks. Can I ask a clown question, <laughs> you Brian? Know, a nickel for two bucks. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. How much are one of those nickels? Well, they you know they sell for about a dollar. Oh, I what I don't know, buck thirty nine, dollar fifty somewhere in there. That's right. And you know, he, Brian can get you boatloads of them, I guess, right? How many, how many thousand can you get? In well, hold on, it takes twenty nickels to get me a dollar, right? Yeah, that's right. And if I buy twenty of them nickels for a dollar thirty a piece, and how much in, in, that'd in be thirteen dollar nickels cost? Or no, me? that'd be uh, twenty six bucks, right? I'm so lost. Well, well ten of them would be thirteen. And yeah. twenty of them would be a dollar or twenty six bucks. Yeah, right? but people need to understand that's a dollar in nickels, but it's not a dollar in silver, because it's not the well, same pretty ratio, right, Brian? Isn't it like point seven two or something? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know mean how the nickel? But, but you look at, at your point though that that dollar, if you have a dollar of nickels, silver nickels, does it has value, right? I mean, it has incredible still, value, yeah. but the point is it doesn't have the same amount of silver as a silver dollar does. Right, didn't put as much in it. That's true. They didn't. The amount of silver was the, So let me explain. The silver this. nickels have point seven two yes, versus point nine in the others. How did you know that, Sam? Well, let's just talk about it because you're mixing terms. I think here, Brian. <laughs> why don't you catch him oh. up? So, so, so four quarters has point seven two of an ounce. Uh, you're actually your silver dollar. That uh, nineteen twenty three silver dollar has point seven seven of an ounce. You know, oh, and the, nic- okay. the nickels. I'd have to think what the nickel is, how much silver's in that nickel. And then the Silver Eagle silver dollar has how much? It's an ounce, pure. In other words, it's .99, right? Correct. Okay, because it's a troy ounce, and you got to be careful when you talk about ounces versus troy ounces versus .72, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, what I'm trying to get at is all the money didn't have the same exact ratios. Right. Back in the different days and the different mintings and all that. That's the point I'm bringing up. And so my point is... You say, well, why would I buy a silver eagle silver dollar that's got 99, you know, 0.99 tray ounce silver in it for 30 bucks and I can get, you know, 20 nickels for 26 bucks? Answer, because it doesn't have as much silver in it. That's why. And the reality check on that is silver holds its exact value. And that is the point. Yep. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? 
Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. So let me summarize and highlight the point again, and then we'll have Brian Rust, RustQuentinGift.com, bust out on this topic here. So the reason I spend time explaining this detail about money and the value of silver and how much silver is in which coins and all that kind of stuff is because, here's my headline for it, honest money is the great truth teller, ladies and gentlemen. And so the reason you can get, you know, 20 nickels that are silver uh, for $26 and the reason that the same dollar in a Silver Eagle silver dollar cost $30 about is because the amount of silver in them are not the same. There's more silver in a Silver Eagle silver dollar than there is in the 20 nickels we're talking about, or 10 dimes or four quarters or, you know, whatever. A dollar isn't always a dollar is the point in terms of actual silver value. But silver, because it's such an honest money standard, okay, you can uh, literally buy the coins and, and the same reality, give or take, not counting minting and, and availability and a few small factors, for the most part, silver and gold hold exactly true to their real intrinsic value. And that doesn't really change over time. It might ebb and flow based on availability of a certain coin or whatever. I'm not saying there's exactness in it, but it's remarkably stable in its delivery. And this highlights the proof that I'm, that's why I'm bringing this up, uh, Brian. But, but honest money becomes the truth teller, really, right? Yeah, you're correct. And, you know, the, and the factor, the factor that, that people need to realize in, in the metals is, is we're watching these spikes and these uh, ups and downs and ups and downs. And where do we see all these ups and downs? Well, we see them on the stock exchange and so on, which is trying, which drives also your spot prices in metals. So your manipulation, they try to manipulate these markets, and they do it how? By paper. Well, which is the false, the false front. I mean, that paper, if they keep unloading paper, uh, you know, as we've seen uh, in, 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 uh, in history, 
I mean, you go back and they, the paper, even though you might have had a billion marks, you know, billions of marks or million and marks, and even today we see trillion uh, dollars out of Zimbabwe and things like Well, paper, even with these high denominations on them, oh, that looks great, and that's huge amounts of money. But in a flash, that that paper can be dumped on the street because it doesn't have any – they devalue, so they don't have any real value at all. And yet the metal, physical metal, and that's why we say, you know, you ought to have some physical metal to protect your paper because the manipulation is done on paper because they can do that and print more. They can't print, continue to print this gold. I mean, there's only X amount of gold they're mining and, and, and uh, refining, so – that's why real value is in the physical gold and silver, not so much just the name of, okay, well, on this uh, Federal Reserve note, yeah, it, it, it was a silver certificate. But as soon as they wanted to devalue that, they did, and so that manipulation moved that away from the market. And that, you know, instead of, I'd rather have that real silver dollar. And that, yeah, that's so let me make this last point so people understand. Just because there's different amounts of silver in a given coin, that doesn't mean there's dishonesty in those differences. Okay, the reason that they the reason that they made a silver dime or a quarter or a nickel kind of a different amount or less silver in it wasn't for dishonesty reasons. It was for uh, um, usability reasons. How hard the coin would be, you know, how much you could pass it around versus it getting destroyed and marred and and you know messed up. Some of these other metals, gold and silver and things, are softer metals. They usually put them with harder metals for the usability reasons. However, the point is that it translates into honesty. So a nickel, for example, that has a certain number of silver in it, it derives its own value uh, in relation to a dollar. And yes, right. silver can ebb and flow slightly. And if you compare it against something else, the truism of the, of the honest money holds, holds true. That's why five, or 20 nickels can be bought for less than a silver eagle, silver dollar, because there's less silver. So the truism right. stays there, but the portability and the usability increases with that. There was no dishonesty. In fact, the, the ratios that they put in are proof that they were being honest about it because you can guarantee what was in it by honor, by honesty, by reality. And that's the whole point, Brian. Sure. Yeah, you hit it right on. That's exactly right. So, so Brian, uh, they have those war nickels is what they call them, I guess. Is that right. what they call these? Right. And uh, so according to some of the stuff I'm reading, they say they have 35% silver. Now, so is that right? Yeah. Um, and so you know how the nickel is bigger than a dime, right, Sam? And so, which is kind of confusing to most little kids. Like, you know, you, you should figure <laughs> that a penny me, should be not this. Kids. Is it confusing to you still? Well, yeah, it is. But, okay. I mean, a penny should be the smallest. Then the nickel, the next size, and then a dime, the next size. Yeah, how smart are we, huh? and, You know, at least a quarter and 50 cent price. I mean, now the dollar that they tell us, that gold, you know, fake gold dollar, is about the size of a quarter. And so you put that with a It's just a piece, prettier really color to make confused. you believe it's worth more. You know, gold looking, right? Yeah, there. that's right. It's a lie. But anyway, <laughs> it's interesting to me just to figure that all out. You know? Yeah, but so the, really the point is the dishonesty is not in how much metal is in the coins because they clearly articulate how much metal. If you're a coin dealer, you understand how much real silver is in any of these given coins is the point. There's no dishonesty in that at all. The dishonesty right. is when you pretend there's no difference and when you put other things compared to those that don't have the same reality value over time, Right. So you can yeah. buy a house still for cheap, Kurt, if you buy it in gold. 
right? You have to use honest money. You know, how many ounces of gold, how many $20 gold pieces does it take to buy a house, Kurt? Well, yeah, you just got to do your do your math. Yeah, you got to do your $300,000 house, then you got to divide it by how much is gold? $1,834 right. an ounce? About Let's two, say 2000 grand. You know, so there you go. And So all I'm telling you is when you figure it all out, the honest money still holds it's true. 150 or something, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 150 amazing, gold huh? pieces. Yeah, there you go. $150, gold pieces, right? There you go. So what's 150 times 20, Kurt? Buy a house for like Processing. three grand there. 300 buddy. grand. Well, you buy it for about yeah. three grand, but you get 300 grand value. Right? Yeah, well, that's right. Or whatever that's you want like to call 20 it. 20 bucks. You get right. 300 grand fake value there. See, it's pretty cheap, Kurt. And for you, it's only a couple ounces of rhodium, buddy. Yeah, so you could, <laughs> right. Uh, but you could put... Imagine putting your house on sale at uh, on KSL, and you put uh, I don't know a thousand dollars, you know, for your house or whatever. <laughs> and then in the fine print, it would read, you know, gold dollars or whatever. <laughs> Some people would be like, "What's up with that?" You know, but it's interesting, isn't it? Learning about yes, it is, money. and that's that's kind of why I highlight this, Kurt. Because I want people to really understand money, and I want people to understand the founding fathers and the intrinsic value and the reality of the of the money was never dishonest at all. It was very transparent, and it was very easy to understand. It's okay that there's not quite as much um, silver in a silver nickel. You just knew what it, the value of it was, and people would price things that related to it accordingly. That's right. That's, so why, you, hey, let me... that's why you have a dime store, because by right. golly, one of those dimes would buy quite a bit there, buddy. Right. Brian? You know, one one thing that we, you know, if, if, if people understand history, if you look back in history, you know, we, we say history repeats itself, and you can learn, we can learn from history. Unlike today, I guess millennials want to tear down history and don't want any part of it. But any, but history, you know, we learn from history. I mean, those in the Depression era, those that were losing buildings and losing their industry because they couldn't afford, they couldn't afford to pay for this this building or so on, but yet those, you know, there, there were, there were individuals who had tucked away silver and gold and so on, who were able to go in and buy up city blocks, you know, New York, it's a buy up city blocks with metal, this metal that was tradable. They were going to lose the building anyway. So they would take the, the metal, uh, in, in, and, and allow their building to go for whatever metal, metal. And these, these ones that had put away this, uh, metal, all, all of a sudden, they became, you know, multimillionaires or whatever as a result of the coming out of that Depression era. They own these city blocks now based on they had metal to buy, not just paper. No one wanted the paper and uh, or didn't even have paper. I think realistically, the Depression, there just was no money out there. And so, you know, it just goes to show you that, that it has real value and can trade, buy, and it has for, for history forever. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we call it. The Honest Money Report with Brian Rust, RushCoinAndGift.com, because it's, you know, hey, honest money tells the truth, and honest money uh, exposes the lies, and honest money does a lot of things if you're honest about the discussions and the reality and the and the truth that it provides. And they've got a manipulated uh, reality ratio between gold and silver right now that's a serious problem. If you're going to buy a house, the question is, would you rather do it in gold or silver, Brian? The ratio is way out of whack. Gold has a, uh, what, much higher than it should value, or does silver have a much less than it should value, right? Right. Exactly right. 
Which is right. right. Which is gold. more in line with reality, gold or silver? Well, uh, gold's uh, holding on, per se. Silver right now isn't showing the strength because of that manipulation. Based right. On in other that. words, but, silver yeah. should be worth a lot more is what I'm getting at, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. That's exactly right. Gold is more of a truth teller than silver because they've mined for more silver. They use silver in a lot more things, and they've got a whole lot more future traded on silver based on those realities. As a result, right. silver's manipulated way more than gold at this point. They're both manipulated big time. Rhodium, uh, Kurt's point is well taken, is the least manipulated of all of them right now. But silver's manipulated way more than gold. Right. If silver wasn't manipulated so much, what, a silver dollar right now might cost you, uh, what would it be, like 500 bucks? No, 300 bucks, kind of a range, $400? Yeah. Like $400 range, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah, your ratios are just way out of rack, but yet you're exactly right. One one thing I wanted to mention kind of quickly is is the fact of, you know, the the, the these spikes I talked about a little bit in the marketplace. Um, you know, the thing is, is they they scare away they, these spikes scare away potential investors to flush out these weak hands, really, because they oh shoot, you know, I mean, and you could see it here in the last few days where silver all of a sudden went down to twenty two dollar twenty. 22, maybe even hitting the high 21s, and people say, well, gosh, I bought this at 30, and now it's 21. I, I, it's, uh, that market's dropping and crashing. Well, you have to you have to look at the real factor. It's not so much that investment. Yeah, you can make money off the investment, but realistically, these metals are protecting your assets. If you have money in the bank, if you've got IRAs, if you've got other things, that stuff will protect those paper when those things crash, and the market's been you know, your stock exchange or market's been pumped up and manipulated to heights that we've never seen. Well, when that hits the fan and it kind of crashes, you better have something to protect those offsets. I mean, that gives you peace of mind. People aren't going to be jumping off buildings because they lost everything. Well, if you had it in protected in, in various assets, you, you're fine. And that's yes. The key. And, and when, when we put silver in line with gold right now, silver would be about $100 an ounce. If yeah. you put it in line with current gold prices, if you put it yeah. in line with what it really ought to be, that's where I'm getting the two, three, four hundred dollar number because gold will be triple what it is now too. Um, right. So I'm putting one in line with the other. It used to be a fifteen to twenty to one ratio is the point. Yeah. And that's yeah. where I get my numbers from. But if you were to really let it freely float, not be manipulated, not have the futures, then you know gold would be like five grand an ounce right now, and you know silver might be you know four hundred, five hundred an ounce kind of a scenario depending on. You know, 250 to 500, depending on. That's the reality check that you got to have. But understand this. Whether you understand money or not, what you got to really understand is the founding fathers knew that honest money is the great truth teller. And as a result, it provides stability in your financial portfolio. Get your constitutional currency today. RussQuentingup.com. If they don't answer the phones as quick as you would like, know they're overwhelmed but doing their very best. And be patient. For the man who's honest in money, Brian Russ, RussQuentingit.com. Brian, thank you, sir. Hey, thanks, Sam. Kurt, you guys are doing awesome. Godspeed, brother. There he goes. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. Becky Akers with us. We're going to talk all about the elections with somebody who doesn't even believe in elections. How's that, Kurt? Good right. job, Sam. Becky Akers on tap. Liberty Roundtable Live. Casting live 
From atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West, West. you are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for December the 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2020, hour 2 at 2. The goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our family, of our founding fathers and our families, I should say. All right, we talked last hour to Brian Rust, RustKindOfGift.com. We were talking about honest money. And uh, honest money, ladies and gentlemen, is the great truth teller. Gold is real money. Timeless insurance. Nature's currency. Honest weights and measures is how the Bible puts it, by the way. Norm Franz says, gold is the money of kings. Silver is the money of gentlemen. Barter. Is the money of peasants and debt is the money of slaves. Amen to that reality check as well, ladies and gentlemen. Looks like we're a bunch of slaves running around the country now. I'll tell you that right now. Becky Akers with us. I mentioned last hour, you know, we're going to talk about elections and what's going on with somebody who doesn't even believe in elections. But she's fired up. Nevertheless, we're talking about Becky Akers, author of Hailstorm, an incredible book about one of the greatest patriots ever known, Nathan Hale, and uh, abducting Arnold. The other side of the Benedict Arnold story, uh, revolutionary new novels, buy them before they're banned, ladies and gentlemen, make great Christmas presents, I might add. And with that brief introduction, Becky, welcome. Thank you, Sam. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. All right. Kurt Cosby's fired up about the elections, too, man. He's ready to riot, aren't you, Kurt? Well, not exactly, uh, Sam. Uh, I decided against rioting and looting and, oh, good. you know, protesting. and I thought the way you deal with everything today is just riot and, and overturn like police cars and destroy people and property. And that's not what you do, huh? No, I I mean, okay, I like the whole idea of peacefully assembling. Um, oh, wow. And, uh, you know, like uh, last night or yesterday, one of the calls from the uh, rally in Georgia was to go and blow your horn now, you know, in the South, Sam, when they say blow your horn, they mean honk your horn, um, you know. And uh, so uh, Lynn Wood suggested that the people go around the uh, governor's mansion blowing their horn. And it almost sounded like uh, in Scripture where it talks about going around Jericho and blowing your horn. But yeah, by the way, Lynn Wood did case, talk about Jericho and did talk about we're yes, circling Jericho right now and everything else. So mm-hmm. we'll get to it. But before we get to the political stuff of the elections, I just want you to know that all is okay. <clears throat> the U.S. could return to normal in early fall or maybe spring or summer of 2021, that is if a majority of Americans receive what they call the coronavirus vaccination. I would say the satanic jab. But that's according to uh, Dr. Anthony Fauci, who was supposed to be fired. And, of course, he's not getting fired, but he says we got to make sure everybody gets vaccinated. So, Kurt, if you want things to get back to normalcy, buddy, sign up for the jab today. Are you in, buddy? I'm out. Ooh, Kurt's out. Are you in, Becky? Well, since Fauci also, he's a noted and known liar. Every time he opens his mouth, he lies again. And since he's also on record as saying that nothing will take us back to normal, we're still going to be required to wear masks, and we're still going to have to treat each other like lepers by maintaining a six-foot distance. No, I'm not going to. I mean, this is yet another lie. 
we're not going to be back to normal if these unspeakable tyrants have anything to say about it. We will get back to normal when ordinary people take things into their own hands and defy them, as we all should be doing even this moment. Um, but no, and even without that bribe, Sam, I mean, even if the bribe were real, even if he said, we can drop masks and social distancing tomorrow as long as everybody takes us, no, no. My body is not up for grabs, and I am not bowing to the dictate of ignorant politicians. Now, I got a question, ladies and gentlemen. If Becky's a woman, doesn't she have the right to her own body and to make decisions related to her body? Shouldn't she be able to do that? It's interesting how the pro-choice thugs that want to just murder little babies, they don't really think you're a real woman with the choice to decide to do with your body what you choose there, Becky. What's up with that? That's right. That's right. More of the double standards that always characterize Marxism and tyranny. Other than that, hey, not so bad. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot to cover. But anyway, so Fauci says everything could return to normal if you just take the jab. The problem is they're going to force that on everybody for travel and everything else. So, you know, be ready for all that. Now, Michael Flynn uh, endorsed martial law. Uh, Others are endorsing an idea, martial law. They say that um, they want a national, quote, revote for president, WND.com. I'm not for the martial law plan. I think it's disastrous in the making. And uh, I think another revote at this point would just be another refraud at this point, uh, unless we change the game of how we deal with votes and how we really count them and everything else. Um, but there you have it. The debate's on about what we ought to do, and the issue's getting hot. The mainstream press continues to double down and say, hey, there's no fraud here, move along. But Lynn Woods and Sidney Powell and many others continue to document the dishonesty and the fraud. Let's start out with a clip from Lynn Woods. They had an hour and a half plus event uh, in, uh, I think it's Atlanta, Georgia, yesterday. Uh, And I could only get a little bit of it because it's just so long. And the the audio that I received had a lot of cutouts in it. But I managed to save this Lynn Woods uh, clip that I think is really interesting. Um, Lynn Woods is followed up by a couple of other truth tellers. Here it is. No evidence, you say, Tucker Carlson? Listen up, bro. Maybe you missed this one. I know about the law of defamation. I know about the damn crooked FBI, too. I represented Richard Jewell. I know about fraud. Ask a company called DeVita. Stole $495 million of your taxpayer money. I got it back for you. The law of defamation says that if you make a false statement against somebody that's defamatory, they can sue you. Listen carefully, Governor Kemp. Listen carefully, Brad Raffensperger. I state as a matter of fact that you are criminals. You took money from Dominion. You took money from China with the COVID purchase. And I damn well bet you will never sue me because the truth will prove that I am right. You need to go to jail. Becky, you want to respond? (laughs) That's just thrilling. (laughs) Um, Yeah, one of the problems that we have with all the corruption and the um, widespread fraud that is beyond dispute at this point I don't care how many times the corporate 
media claims that there is no evidence. They are liars. There's as much a liar as Fauci is. Um, the evidence for fraud is indisputable at this point. But the problem we're having is that Marxists, which is another word for Democrats, which is another word for people who stole the election, um, Democrats ascribe to Marxism as a false religion. They have all the religious fervor and all the religious, um, not sure what word I want, but the, the same type of bullheaded allegiance to things that are factually incorrect that any false cult shows. Thinking of Jim Jones down in Guyana when he and his followers committed Yeah, the same lemming-style response is what you want to say. Exactly. They, they put their brains on hold. And my personal opinion is that Marxism, years of thinking along Marxist lines, destroys your ability to reason. There's, Marxism is such an anti-reality philosophy. It is so demonic that if you devote your life to it and that's what you think about and that's what you dabble in and everybody you know likewise is a Marxist and never challenges your your ridiculous, asinine presuppositions, I think after a while you can no longer reason correctly. And I've seen this in Marxists I know. that they, They're like children. They can't put two and two together. Um, but anyways, that's the problem we're having. It's not that we don't have evidence. It's not that the evidence isn't incredibly convincing. I mean, there's mountains of evidence now. You can also look at the election from mathematical viewpoints, okay? It's just yeah, but you end up with Marxist derangement syndrome, and you just can't see it. They cannot see it. That's the problem we're going to have, is that the adherence of democratic philosophy, which is to say Marxism, will never accept the evidence, no matter how much there is and no matter how convincing it is. Here's another problem. And they've been put in positions of power to where they don't even need to care. They don't need to care, and but that's the next thing. The, the ones of them that are in power, not the rank and file that will just reject it no matter what, but the ones in power, even if we could find a few here and there, whether rank and file are in power, that would agree, okay, yes, the election was stolen. Marxism says that's okay. Well, and what they and then what they would say is the end justifies the means. It's sorry that it has to go to that level, but the ignorant freedom fighters would destroy everything we hold dear if we let them, and therefore the end justifies the means. I'm sorry it has to be this way, ladies and gentlemen. Would be their claim, right? That's exactly it. So we are fighting a two prong war, and my personal opinion, not my hope, but my personal opinion is it's going to have to go to a shooting war. Because this two-pronged war of, you know, presenting the evidence and, and and to people who will never believe it and who, if a few of them here and there do believe it, applaud it and say, yeah, that's what we should have done. We should have stolen the election since we couldn't win it fairly in the end. Justify the means. Amen. I pray you're wrong, but predict you're right eventually, ladies and gentlemen. Quick pause. We'll come back. I'll play the rest of Linwood and a few other statements that relate to proof fraud. Maybe Tucker Carlson's listening. He needs it. Along with many others, like um, is that guy's name William Barr, these guys, they're just in flat-out denial along with their socialist counterparts. Mm, swamp's deep, folks. Becky Aker's with us. Hang tight. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? 
Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into mommy and daddy's bank account because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's gonna do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. Beck Yakers. Riding shotgun today on the show, right over the target, ladies and gentlemen. She's right as rain. Fraud is at epic levels. It's obvious and evident everywhere. Even to those who pretend it doesn't exist, they know full well that it does. But it serves their socialist interests to deny. Republicans and Democrats alike, the swamp is deep to say the least. But here's Lynn Woods continuing here. Follow the money. Follow the money. Pretty good crowd, by the way, thousands in attendance. These fat cats sitting around, spending your money, giving it to China, sticking it in their families' pockets, that's not America. This country's got to get back to the truth. This is what you're here for. You're here because you love truth. The only way you get back to the truth is to abolish dishonest money and go back to constitutional currency first. And I love truth, too, and I know as a matter of fact, spiritually and factually, that only the truth will set you free. Follow the money. Find the truth. Let the people of Georgia know the truth, and let's get some new people running this state. Another question. All right. How many people here voted early in person? How many people? Okay. Because at the precinct where I voted... Or so, by the way, this is just a girl from the audience telling her voting experience, okay, to Lynn Wood and, and, and Sydney Powell. This is live uh, in Georgia at the event. What's it? Wally Park or whatever it is. Uh, anyway, so they're there in Atlanta, and here it is. Early in person in Dunwoody at the Dunwoody Library. Um, they did something illegal. I spoke with a congressperson yesterday who had me back up when I told him the story. And he was mortified to hear what I told him. I told him that after I pressed the stop and, and the piece of paper came out, 
my daughter was with me. Um, we were corralled over to a, a poll worker who looked at the top of the ballot for the QR code to tell us which scanner to scan our votes in. Did that happen to anyone else or was it just in my precinct? How many other people did it happen to? Did they, did they touch your ballot? A lot of people? Yes, they, were there two separate scanners? For everybody? No? Okay, well it was illegal. So for some yes, for some no, right? Ballot at all and why? Why did they have a scan into two separate scanners, one for Biden and one for Trump? Did you know that the user manual for Dominion teaches them how to delete batches of ballots? Hold on now. Teaches them how to delete batches of ballots? Did you know that? Did you know that? I'll tell you what I didn't know. I voted in person, Buckhead Library. I never knew that my vote was going to leave Fulton County, pass through Venezuela, Canada, find its way over to Barcelona or Frankfurt, and that I had cast it, and we just learned this, on a machine with software that is 75% owned by the Communist Party of China. I didn't vote on a Chinese machine. I would never have done it. All right, so Lynn Woods basically documents there. So you've got voting machines that run your votes all around the world. You've got voting machines where their manual tells you how to manipulate ballots. You've got a woman there that says, hey, they're scanning uh, you know, ballots into different scanners based on who you voted for. Illegal as all get out. But you got Tucker Carlson representing the Republicans, and you've got William Barr, who's a deep stater to say the least, saying there's no vote fraud. To the point where it doesn't matter what evidence you come up with, Becky. The swamp is so above the people with secret combinations now and blatant dishonesty and fraud to where they're really saying to you, fraud, yeah, so what? Who cares? So what? And uh, even the Republicans are doubling down now and standing against Trump on this. Now, I'm not really um, necessarily for Trump, but I am for honest elections per se. And, and I look at this and I go, you know, they're blatantly. I mean, there's fraud everywhere. You just had a lady come out of the crowd and give an example of vote fraud that needs to be taken very seriously. And then she says in the manual, it says this. Is that true? If it is, you know, hey, where's Tucker? Um, right on to Lynn Woods saying, hey, these voting machines literally send our votes around the world. I mean, when are people going to start getting arrested? <laughs> the other impossibility to fight, just like you'll never convince a Marxist because you're dealing with blind faith and anti-reason. Um, in addition, we're also fighting the elite. Okay, these are leeches and parasites like Nancy Pelosi, like George Bush, like the Clintons, like the Kennedys, who've never had to earn an honest living. They have leached off us all their lives, and they have a lot of sheeple who aid and abet them. 
Okay, there are an awful lot of Americans out there who are convinced that we have to have political betters ordering us about and telling us what to do or society cannot function. So, you know, it's interesting, Sam, I was just reading an article this morning about some Northern California, it's a county in Northern California that disagrees heavily with gruesome nuisances uh, orders to shut down the state again, okay? And they're right to disagree, but here's their remedy. Instead of just abolishing their public health department, you know, the state's public health department, and instead of saying we declare ourselves free of these public health departments, because, you know, let's, let's remember public health only goes back about 120 years, and it is Marxist to its core. It came directly out of the progressive movement that said government should control all our lives, including our health, okay, Instead of declaring themselves independent from these Marxists and tyrants and saying these bureaucrats may not shut down our state, this county's um, solution, quote, and these, of course, are politicians advancing the solution, they're going to set up their own public health department, and it will do the bidding of the local politicians instead of the governors. This is what we're looking at, Sam, where people and, you know, you look to politicians and expect solutions is absurd, but you want to bet that there are an awful lot of Americans out there and people in this county in California who will go along with this hogwash instead of having a distant tyrant ordering us around in Sacramento. We want to have our own local tyrants here who will respond to the will of our local politicians, by the way. One of the mayors that would be dictating to this new public health department said, and I quote, if I had my way, anyone not wearing a mask would be a domestic terrorist and locked up. Okay, now this is what we're dealing with. All right, so even if we get rid of Marxism, we are dealing with Americans who reason and think like this tyrant does. If you don't wear a mask, you need to be locked up. Okay, so so that's the next thing we're dealing. We're we're trying to get rid of an elite that sees itself as elite, even though it's never done a productive day's work in its life. It it reaches off of us. It's a parasite. Do we really think people like Mitch McConnell and the Supreme Court and all the judges who are deciding in favor of a stolen election, the judges in Pennsylvania who say, nothing to see here, move along, there was no corruption. Do we really think that Barr, William Barr, the the attorney general, do we really think these people are going to go away and abandon their cushy lifestyles at our expense unless we forcefully, with bullets, drive them away? No. Kurt, you want to respond? Well, I'm not really sure what to say to all that, but uh, Becky does give you a, a good way to set the table. The, uh, you know, and she hails from New York, uh, which is, in my opinion, probably one of the least uh, free areas of the whole country. Um, with your beloved Governor Cuomo um, there, um, and I, I don't even know what else to add, Sam. I mean, it's just. Well, so here's the problem. We find ourselves. We find ourselves in a rough spot. The uh, extreme socialists, communists, you know, whatever you want to call them, are out of control. Michael Flynn endorsing martial law uh, or a national revote for president. But now Lynn Wood 
And Sidney Powell, they're saying they're calling for a revolution in a Georgia press conference. I don't really think that's exactly what they're doing because they say we're not here for violence. However, Stop the Fraud press conference, Linwood, Sidney Powell, um, you just heard from this event. Question is, where are we going to end up with this thing? What's going to happen in America? There's more information about this. Kurt will bring it up, and then we'll talk about what's going to happen and what can we do. Because this is getting crazy fast. And you think we would never have an open revolution or violence or civil war or whatever you want to call it in America? You think that's never possible, huh? Sadly, I've got news for you. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. This may be the most important speech I've ever made. President Trump. I want to provide an update on our ongoing efforts to expose the tremendous voter fraud and irregularities which took place during the ridiculously long November 3rd elections. From the White House Diplomatic Room, the president called the 2020 election a coordinated assault and siege. During his 46-minute speech Wednesday, this colossal expansion of mail-in voting opened floodgates to massive voter fraud. Back in the summer, the president warned Americans this would happen. Six people in Haines, Alaska, are missing Wednesday after heavy rains and flooding caused a mudslide. A local resident says dozens of homes on the hillside are uninhabitable because of the incident. Haines is about 92 miles north of Juneau. The U.S. Coast Guard, the Alaska National Guard, and Alaska State Troopers are assisting in the search and rescue operations. USA Radio News. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. The product that you have given me here is, as far as I'm concerned, sent to me from heaven. I love it a great deal. It's hard to find anything that's real nowadays. I enjoy it immensely. It's making my life so much better. I feel so much better. And during this pandemic, I have no worries whatsoever. My immune system has got to be at a top-notch level. I don't seem to get colds or anything. I don't know what getting sick is anymore. This is so cool. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 800-246-8751. That's 800-246-8751. Or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA. Numerous U.S. states led by New York is investigating Facebook for possible antitrust violations and plan to file a lawsuit against the social media giant next week. The complaint would be the second major lawsuit filed against a big tech company this year. The Justice Department, you might remember, uh, sued Alphabet Inc. from Google in October. Commissioners at the Federal Trade Commission met on Wednesday and could file a related complaint with an administrative law judge or district court. More than 40 states plan to sign on to the suit, one of four sources said without naming the states. A disintegrating meteor likely triggered a thundering boom in upstate New York late Wednesday afternoon. Robert Lunsford with the American Meteor Society said a meteor blew up over Syracuse, New York, creating the big boom and impressive light show. By 5 p.m. Wednesday, the meteor organization had recorded 90 reports of fireballs seen in Maryland, Michigan, New York, Ontario, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. However, clouds shrouded the fireball from view in much of the area. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. 
Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you, once again, you find yourself listening to Liberty Roundtable on the Loving Liberty Radio Network, and we thank you, and we also thank those who make it possible for this program to get to you, whether they're uh, Internet providers or uh, radio stations that carry the program, or uh, maybe it's just you doing all your extra efforts. I remember years ago we had a guy from a faraway town. He put a special antenna on his vehicle and had it rolled way up high and all that kind of stuff just so he could listen. And, you know, with guests like Becky Akers and so many others uh, that we have that inform and educate us, we, well, we feel like we're one of you because we're trying to learn too. Uh, But anyway, uh, this thing that uh, there's a couple of things, I guess, to bring up. I don't know if the uh, president's uh, speech called that he calls the most important speech I I've you know, ever given or whatever. Uh, That one, I I wish I could find a transcript of it because it was like 45 minutes long. You got to transcribe it, Kurt. That's right. I I know you want everybody else to do the work, but buddy, somebody's got to bust out and do it, you know? (sighs) Good point. Nobody Um, better than you, you my friend. Of course, yeah. Uh, But anyway, uh, you know, there's, uh, if you, uh, have you seen any analyses of that speech, Sam, yourself? Uh, Yeah, Donald Trump just says, hey, there's vote fraud everywhere, and we can't allow our nation to spiral down into vote fraud, or we're in serious, serious, serious trouble. Uh, I need you to help me. You know, so the, the problem is President Trump's right on the point, Kurt, but everybody already knows it. Right? Very good. So everybody knows that the you know that they've already committed vote fraud. Becky highlighted that. I mean, even Flynn highlights it to the point where Flynn's basically calling for martial law over it, which I am really scared about. Let's dig into this a little bit. Michael Flynn endorses martial law and a national revote for president. Well, unless you change something and throw the criminals in jail first, there's no point in revoting. They'll just commit fraud again. It's like the recounts. What are you going to do? Count the ballots from the computer that were already stuffed? Count the fake ballots that you've destroyed the you know, envelope with so you don't even know really where it came from? I mean, you know, what are you going to recount, see? Okay, well, the same thing's true. If we have another election and we use the same machines with the same voting plans that we had the first time, you can expect the same result. If you keep doing, you know, dumb stuff full of fraud, you're going to get dumb stuff full of fraud uh, again. And so until we change the game and throw these criminals in jail, you're not going to get anywhere, Kurt. Well, I know that... Um you know, Sidney Powell called for in the rally yesterday, basically uh, called for a return of basically a different voting system. Uh, and she's she, absolutely right. She even recommended a paper and a pencil. Yeah. See, um, she's totally right on so, that point, but they're not even considering that. They're just saying, hey, Sidney's preaching revolution. Uh, and so, but so where do you go with this? Uh, dig into this story a little bit that you've got here, this World Net Daily story, a couple of facts. Then let's have Becky respond. Well, some of the things that I wasn't aware of, uh, this letter written uh, to the president uh, from what's called the uh, We the People uh, Convention um, said that uh, Trump must be prepared to act as former President Abraham Lincoln did at the onset of the Civil War in the early 1860s, including it says ordering hundreds of northern newspapers that spoke against him to be shut down and their owners and editors arrested, ordering the arrest of an Ohio congressman, 
for the crime of speaking out against him, signing an arrest warrant for the then Chief Justice of the Supreme Court who ruled that Lincoln had illegally suspended the writ of habeas corpus, uh, ordering the arrest of thousands of Maryland citizens for the crime of suspected Southern sympathies, some of whom were held in military prisons without trial for years. Um, the letter goes on and says, Many will object to these actions as they did in Lincoln's day, but we assure you that we the people understand that no less action will suffice to prevent the loss of our constitutional right to vote and preserve our republic, the letter stated. Um, the letter said Trump's declaration of martial law and temporary suspension of the Constitution must be for the sole purpose of having the military oversee a national revote that reflects the true will of the people. Um, I don't know. There's more to yeah, the Yeah, it goes on and uh, on and on and on. But here's the point. You got news organizations all over the country now talking about a civil war. And I'll give you one example, townhall.com. America's second civil war has already begun. Article written by George Mullen, put out by townhall.com. Now, I know a lot of people believe that you can never have another civil war in America. We're too peaceful. We're too kind and everything else. Uh, but you know what? Through the history of the world, Becky, and I want you to respond to this, liberty is fleeting. It always has been and always will be. And I'm telling you right now, you've got to guard it jealously or you're going to lose it. And here's the reality check. Now you've got the good guys calling for more concentration of power. I stand against it. Becky? Oh, I, I think we should not even remotely consider for a moment martial law. Uh, this is such a danger to freedom. And to, to argue that we can best preserve freedom by annihilating it, that, that's absurd. In addition to which, Sam, all the, the points you raised against having another election, they'll just steal it again, absolutely. Um, yeah, the, the people that stole this election, the Marxists, trying to get away with this, trying to enslave Americans and turn us into an outright Marxist dystopia. Those people need to be dealt with. Uh, that's the answer here. Not martial law, not, uh, you know, another election, but dealing with these people. Um, and it may be that we do need a civil war because, again, they are not going to go away gently. They're not going to listen to us when we say, Hmm, do you think, you know, there was an excellent example of what I'm talking about out on Staten Island, okay? A bar out there in defiance of the governor and the mayor of New York City, governor of New York State, mayor of New York City, uh, declared that it would remain open. And they got away with it. They were serving people. Um, they got around. Uh, their liquor license was suspended. Okay, that's how the government took its revenge. So what they started telling patrons who came in is, we're not charging for food and drink. If you want to donate us to us so that we can stay in business, that's fine. Okay, well, this went on for a few days, but you know that politicians and bureaucrats do not take insults to their power over us lightly. So they came with sheriffs, armed sheriffs arrested one of the owners and shut the place down. Okay. Now the article that I read about this, it said that crowds were standing outside booing and hollering at the sheriff. Booing and hollering is wonderful. I'm glad to see that much spirit among disarmed New Yorkers, but that's not going to do it. 
That does not drive these people out of office. That does not drive them to take cover for their lives. That does not put the fear of God into them. The only thing that does is the line of bullets going past them when we fire at them. And let me give you this example to make the point. Back in the French Revolutionary days, um, you know what? A lot of people called for the guillotine to get rid of the despots and the, the guys you got to stop. But ironically, the guillotine was eventually turned on those who originated its use, Becky. That's right. That's right. And that's what exactly what happened with martial law. It turns the army that we are paying for against us. Okay, this is not at all the answer. The answer is for us to arm ourselves and defy these tyrants with arms. We need to stand together against the tyrants. And I'm not limiting that to the tyrants in the office. The people out there among us who are supporting them, who think Marxism is a great deal, who want to leech off us, who say that we should pay for their health care and we should pay to educate their kids and we should pay to clothe them and we should pay for them to eat. Those people have to go, too. Uh, That's why I don't see this ending peaceably. We have reached a point where there is such a large lobby for Marxism in this country. We are looking at a sizable percentage of the population, discounting the politicians and bureaucrats. They're obviously in favor of us feeding and clothing them and and leeching off the sweat of our brow. Okay, but you have an awful lot of citizens out there, too, fellow CERT, who are perfectly happy with tyrannical politicians as long as they continue robbing us to pay these serfs' bills. That's got to go, too. Uh, I... You know, it's it's very dicey when you start saying we have to purge the country of this because I I don't believe in violence either for violence sake. We saw that this summer. Did the violence the Marxists were perpetrating change our minds and make us think, hmm, Marxism is the way to go? No, it did not. If you start bringing violence against your fellow citizens out there who happen to be Marxists, is it going to change their minds? No. So the only purpose to our violence is self-defense, and that's the only kind of violence I ever favor. But I submit to you, I submit to you, Becky, that violence for self-defense is not violence. In fact, fact, the the purpose of the self-defense reality, even though it might be hardcore in nature, is actually to stop the violence and create less violence and create order out of moral people quick pause let's talk about it with becky in seconds there's an interesting quote from this article i want to mention as well hang tight you know where the solution can be found mr president in churches in wedding chapels in maternity wards across the country and around the world more babies will mean forward-looking adults the sort we need to tackle long-term large-scale problems american babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. 
Have we realized the assault against our lives, our liberties, our faith? To defeat this assault, Christians and all people of goodwill should have strategies to prevail in our faith and principles, which are simple. No need for a complex formula. One goal, one aim. A strategy like the heroic Christians of the past. We win, they lose. Nothing less. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm by a friend of Megagoria. The Strategy of Heaven Revealed. Big Q, Little Q. The Calm Before the Storm. Available on Amazon.com or by calling Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000. All right, Becky, as you were saying, we're not violent people. We do have the God-given inalienable right of self-defense, but that's not violent. That's actually to stop violence. That's right. The Marxists are bringing violence against us. They are too cowardly, usually, to do it, uh, you know, personally. Um, I haven't yet been accosted by a Marxist as I'm walking down the street with a demand to hand over my money. So these cowards rely instead on the IRS. But that is violence. Um, the threat of violence lurks behind everything bureaucracies do, everything that any government does. Whether you're a politician or a bureaucrat, you are threatening people with violence if they do not do what you say. And, you know, if you're going to be so cowardly as to outsource that violence to government, you want to leech off me, you want to steal money from me, but you're too cowardly to come and do it yourself, so you depend on bureaucrats to do it. That makes you just as guilty as the bureaucrat. And when I finally defend myself, uh, sorry, you're the one who started it. Kurt, what do you think? Uh, You got more and more people calling for martial law. Last thing I think we need to do is give more power to the bureaucrats, no matter which side they're on. More power in the hands of less people is a bad idea. So let me... uh ask uh becky you know uh, see if i'm sure of what she is suggesting the remedy at this time is and that is uh like you mentioned the uh bar there in uh was it long island anyway uh in your Uh area there where the uh uh sheriff and the uh i I don't know if it was county health department or whoever showed up and took the owner in, and you suggested that instead of having the people uh, booing or whatever, they should have been armed and just said to them, uh, you know, you're, you're out of here. Uh, we're going to keep our, this owner safe, uh, that kind of thing. Is that what you said? Or yeah. did you actually yeah. say they should have been shooting? I'm saying that an armed populace, but now let's remember, New York City is largely disarmed. Staten Island happens to be a more conservative area. Um, If you're going to look at gun ownership in New York City, I don't know this for a fact. I would need to look at statistics, but I suspect most of the gun owning in New York City is out on Staten Island. Um, But still, we're not talking. New York City makes it so onerous to try to get around its gun regulations that very few people have the um, tenacity to stick with it. So still, I, I have no idea how many Staten Islanders are armed, I would assume not very many. 
So this is all by way of saying that when these tyrants, that's my line in the sand. When these tyrants come for our guns, I shoot back. I will not be disarmed. And I would strongly suggest any student of history out there. And and let me articulate where that line comes from, though. The Founding Fathers had the same line. They were really patient with old King George. But the second he tried to take away their guns, they said, if we lose this one, we'll never be able to defend ourselves and fight again. The, the Second Amendment underlies all the others, okay? Without the Second Amendment, the others are just paper. Without the Second Amendment, we cannot defend ourselves from tyranny. So that's my line in the sand. You try to take my gun, that's it. You die. I and the good, the, good point is we're not, the good point is we're not to that level yet. And so not my, yet. But we're so getting there fast, know, unfortunately. I, and every time we ignore a fundamental truth like stopping election fraud, Every time we don't do that, it gets worse, no doubt about it. But here's my phrase right now. This comes from this article that I mentioned, America's Second Civil War has already begun. It says this, and I I agree with this concept. We must reteach our children and ourselves to think again, exercise our freedom of speech, and respect and protect the freedom of speech of others even those who say the most offensive garbage we've ever heard. Uh, because, ladies and gentlemen, if we don't give people the right to speak, there's no other rights eventually that will uh, be preserved. And so I think that, you know what, we're not there yet. We have the ability in the media. We can peacefully walk down the street today, and what a blessing that is. Uh, but the key is to preserve that. And we need more power uh, with the checks and balances, without a doubt. But we don't need one uh, or increased power concentrated uh, in one body or one individual or one branch or what, in other words, um, jettisoning the checks and balances is the worst thing we can do. Kurt. Well, um, it is, uh, I, you know, I, I used to say like with the income tax, I, I didn't think we could come up with a worse system if you even really tried. Um, and, you know, and now I think in this uh, spot we're in with the elections, I don't know how you could get in a worse spot except for if you were in, uh, I guess you could say, uh, Venezuela or communist China. But uh, we do have them as uh, players in this whole particular thing. Uh, you've got uh, Lynn Wood and uh, Sidney Powell basically saying that this is uh, 1776, which was when the... Uh, basically had to defend those uh, you know arms and defend themselves and and you had that uh, shot heard around the world uh, kind of going off then uh i you know i think uh, that the uh, president's uh, certainly uh, in an interesting spot and then uh, you know of course you've got all this uh uh all this media and all these uh, big tech people and uh, what I call the Kingman, basically uh, all opposed uh, against him and uh, those who support him. Um, you've got uh, boatloads of fry- fraud that's evident, um, and yet uh, you've got some on the uh, side of the Kingman that just say, uh, move along, there's nothing here to see. Yeah, you're right about that. So, Kurt, are you for or against the martial law proposal? Well, I believe... Uh, that uh, this is coming from a military man, um, you know, General Flynn, 
and you know i will say this that he's been through what four years of uh what he uh i think uh you know like Ahmed bundy said it pretty well what are we to do um and he has gone through this uh, for four years through the courts doing everything he could to you know do all those things and he probably feels like uh he's pretty much exhausted every um avenue um than than this and he does at least i think suggest a limited uh martial law or whatever where you have uh, uh these traitors um to use the word i uh, you know these people that are literally i mean if you have the dominion voting system 75 percent or more owned by the communist chinese that is a problem um with uh when it comes to the takeover of our country yeah i understand everything you said but i still don't get your answer well i just think that means you're gonna have to say look because of these extraordinary circumstances we have to take these um these moves and they would be that we we can't trust the vote that we just had because I understand of all those things. things. Becky, do you understand what he's saying? Is he for or not? I'm sorry, Sam? Uh, are you for it or not, Kurt? I'm not understanding. I understand all that you're saying. You're well, talking about the general I, and the president I, and everybody else. I think else. that all those things are going to have to happen and that you're going to have to have a re-vote um, with honest voting system um, and that um, without that, you can't move forward, I don't think. Sam and uh, okay, anybody so, who opposes that would have to be uh, either, I don't know, they're just going to have to oppose it like they've opposed the president for four years anyway. I know. Right? So you're for a uh, a martial, a limited martial law plan? Well, if that's what you call a revote. No, I don't think a revote and martial law are the same honest things. Money, Those are two or, things. I mean, a vote with honest elections. Um, yeah, you're mixing two topics together. A revote is not yeah. a martial law discussion. So you well, can't mix those two I mean, together. They've got them together in there. Um, they're saying that we need to do both right. things. Yeah. So they're not together. They're saying there's two things we need to do. One, have a martial law limited, and two, have a revote. So I'm asking if you're for the martial law plan and then for the revote well, plan. Well, if, if it means that we finally get, you know, uh, the swamp cleaned out of Washington, D.C. with uh, basically our... FBI or CIA, so many of those things are basically controlled by you, not only enemies within, but enemies without. Um, I I do think it's pretty much there, Sam. I I mean I don't okay, know. Okay, so I'm still not positive. I think worse. he's saying yes, ladies and gentlemen. Well, I'm not I don't sure. know. If yes means that we just start going and shooting people, Kurt, I'm not I don't for know that. what yes means. That's Sam. the problem. They're making a statement, yeah. and I don't know what it means. I don't know what partial or you know martial, limited martial law is. To me, once you declare martial law, uh, if you really have that, quote, authority, and if you really take that, then there's no end to what the limits could turn into. So I don't know what it means either. So we're not debating what it means because we don't know. Um, that's why I'm against it, though, because if you a ask me what it means, you say it means that we don't really know what it will turn into. Uh, and I think that there's checks and balances and other constitutional ways uh, that we could stop a lot of this. Uh, but we've got to you know, work on them.
and talk about them and focus on them. Um, so that that's my take. I don't know what it means, and I don't know what other people mean when they say it. I don't know what Flynn means versus what Kurt means versus what. Uh, anyway, that's why we got to be so careful. Becky, maybe you get the final word. How's that? <laughs> well, I would say we voting is not the be all and end all. Okay, our ultimate goal is liberty. And democracy is very much opposed to liberty. So for us to be fighting to extend our democracy, no. Democracy actually is one step on the way to Marxism. Our ultimate goal always and only should be political freedom. To do that, if if that means shooting Marxists because they are attacking us, that's what we do. We defend freedom. And unfortunately, history proves the only way freedom is ultimately defended is with a shooting war. Kurt? Well, um, the women are leading the uh, way, it looks like, Sam. Uh, You know, you've got Sidney Powell and um, plenty of new uh, Congress ladies, uh, like the uh, one from Rifle, Colorado, um, you know, Lori Boebert or whatever. Uh, And uh, so many times uh, we can learn from those uh, good, that we might call them the softer uh, crowd. And, uh, you know, I guess, uh, you know, I I hate to see uh, any bloodshed. But on the other hand, uh, I think we see bloodshed, you know, like the killing of babies and so many other things when we don't um, really stand for freedom. Yeah, I personally want to use all within our power to use the checks and balances, uh, to use the rule of law, to use morality in the people, to use proper self-defense. I prefer to use all those things. And I think talk of martial law uh, isn't the answer at this point. You don't need martial law to arrest criminals. Okay? And, And so, you know what? It can start on the local level with local DAs and county sheriffs. Uh, And I think the power closest to the people is the best power. I think the power that's furthest from the people is the worst power. And I think we need to be very careful what we're calling for because our meaning and their meanings may not be the same. And the last thing I want to do is give smaller groups greater authority and power. That, to me, seems very dangerous uh, indeed. But the checks and balances is what I would point to. Becky, thank you so much. Thank you, Sam. It's always a pleasure and a privilege. All right. Get our novels for Christmas, Abducting Arnold. Incredible book, folks. God save the Republic.